You're listening to the Take Your Shop podcast, a podcast for wedding photographers and videographers looking to grow and scale their business. I'm your host, Hallie Heather, and my goal is for you to walk away feeling empowered and inspired as you continue to build a business that you're passionate about and that serves both you and your clients well. So whether you're operating as a side hustle or you're looking for tips and tricks on how to improve and scale your business, you, my friend, are in the right place. You don't have to figure it all out on your own, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Take Your Shop podcast. Today we are going to be talking all about finances and structuring your business and putting systems in place to have organized finances for your business. And I've got an amazing guest today. She is such an expert in the field, also former photographer. Her name is Val Duvick. Val, do you want to say hello and introduce yourself? Hi, yes, I'm Val, and I actually started as a wedding photographer. I did that for about seven years before I got into education. And I like to tell people that I'm a recovered overspender. I did everything the wrong way, learned everything the hard way so that you don't have to. (laughs) And I really, I think my approach has really come down to the fact that I truly am a creative and I say allergic to numbers. And that is what makes what I do make sense to creatives because I get it. I've been there. I did all the wrong things. And now I've seen just the, the freedom that comes on the other side of that. I love that. I love that so much. So you say allergic to numbers. What do you, what do you mean by that? Never heard that before, but I kind of love it. (laughs) Yes. So here, a perfect example is my brain just truly does not like to retain numbers. It does not remember them well. So literally when we are like playing mini golf, I have to write down my stroke count like as soon as possible, or it will leave my brain (laughs) and mental math, like your typical, Like I have some nephews who I was looking at their math problems sheet and I was like, I don't remember all of the mental math problems that you're supposed to have memorized. Like I still sometimes have to use my fingers to count. So just truly just not my gifting naturally, you know? Totally. I feel like I'm definitely the same way. And I'm sure so many other creatives can relate to this because yeah, you like want to be creative in your business. And then the number side almost feels like it's something that gets in the way of that or overwhelms you. And you're kind of like, ah, I'm just going to like, I'll steal all of that at the end of the year. Like, I'm just going to like keep the crumpled receipts or this or that. I'm not going to manage any of it. And then it just could be such a mess. So yeah. I'm really glad we're talking today. Um, so Val, do you want to talk a little bit about kind of like your experience with numbers? So you've kind of, you, you call yourself a creative, you've been allergic to numbers, but now here you are like teaching people about yep. this. Um, do you want to like unpack that a little bit and tell us how you got yes. here? Yeah, truly. I have had a complete 180 transformation. I learned about a book called Profit First and my husband helped me. He read it along with me and together we We started to implement that and put just a lot of systems in place to make it make sense to me and to make it doable long-term for me. And so that's where my spreadsheets that I've created came from. I, I basically built my whole process around my need for help in finances. And so what's really, really fun about my story is I went from not paying myself regularly. I did pay myself, but it was sporadic. It was when I wanted to, um, when I first started paying myself $500 a month, when I, you know, first implemented profit first within a few years, I had quadrupled that. And I, since then it's, I think it's been six years. I've never taken a pay cut. I've only continued to increase and I've taken, I took two three and four month maternity leaves in that time frame. 
paid. And every year I take at least a month off of work. So like I've really built my business around my life and been able to do that in a very financially free way, working two days a week. Like since having my girls, I work two days a week and make way more money in that time than I could in any other part-time job. That is so incredible. And I cannot wait to dive more into that. Um, and I think just like to to help people see kind of like where they might be coming from, like what are some of the the biggest pain points or mistakes that you've seen business owners make, or maybe you yourself have made uh, before like you were able to find out like how to put these systems in place? Like what were some of the things you were mainly struggling with that made you realize like, oh, I actually think I need a better system? Yeah. Oh man. Well, the number one thing that photographers will understand is I would get paid for a wedding. Sometimes it was all up front. And even if it was just, you know, payments, there would be expenses I would have six to 12 months down the road that I didn't have a system to save for those expenses. And so that time would come, I'd already made the money, but it was already spent. I had spent it on something else. And so I'd get to that point and be super stressed. And I just, I had to book something else. Right. So like you're, you're having to book income now to pay for things from the past and it's, that's the totally backwards, <laughs> you know, we want to be able to use the money we make now for things in the future. We want to be able to actually grow our business and invest in our business. And if we're always playing catch up, that doesn't happen, you know? And so one of the things that I say a lot is that if you don't save first, there's going to be nothing left over to save. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we think about that as an afterthought. So I would say that was one of the biggest pain points, not having enough saved for taxes. That was another thing that I struggled with, um, not paying myself regularly or being able to rely on that. It took me a very long time to go full-time in my business. And just because I think it's helpful for everyone, I'm going to be fully transparent. I did not go full-time in my business because I was making up money. I went full-time in my business because we scaled our personal budget back to live on my husband's income. And not everyone even has that luxury. So, but I think it's helpful for people to hear like success is not all the same and it's not linear. And the way you get from where you are to where you want to be financially is going to look so different for you, for you than from someone else. I love that. I love that so much. Cause I think so often people, especially that last point, because it's easy for people to look at, man, I'm not making enough, but not really looking at what are they spending? Because maybe you could, maybe you are making enough, but you're just spending too much. And I think yes. that could hold a lot of people back from going full-time in their business. I love that you brought that oh, up yeah. because that's such a good perspective and such a valid point. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And it's, it's life-changing when you realize that you can pay yourself. You know, a lot of people just don't realize what they could be, what they could be making. Totally. And I think the assumption that they need to take on more work and lead to burnout and all of that is just such a, such a, false, false belief that holds people back. Oh so. yeah. Oh, the burnout. That's who <laughs> we could talk for hours on how money affects burnout. Oh man. Especially in Q4. Cause I'm sure so many people are yes. feeling that right now. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Well, I know when we were talking earlier, one thing you mentioned was that you have um, kind of this formula that you use to kind of help people with managing their finances and the salary. Um, I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about paying a salary. So what would that look like? How does someone determine how to pay a salary for themselves and start implementing that in their business? Yeah. So I'd love to talk about my salary formula, which I actually have a freebie for. So 
everyone, you can go get this. You don't have to memorize this or write it down, but you can go get this for free. And I'll just walk you through how you can start paying yourself and what the formula is to figure out that number. So really, I think that we just need a formula for how to pay ourselves. We need to know how to look at our numbers and know what we can pay ourselves. And really this is based on profit first. So we'll just keep talking about profit first. Everybody go buy the book if you haven't yet. But so what, what I would recommend you do if you want to start paying yourself is take your annual income times 50% or in a decimal that's 0.5. So half, half of your annual income and then divide that by 15. So you might think I would have said 12 because that's how many months there are in a year. But I actually think that initially that first year you need to do 15 so that you build up some buffer and you build up a savings in emergency fund for your salary so that you can take time off or you just have that there for if something unexpected happens. So for most people, they're going to be in that 50% range. If you make more than $250,000 in a year, then that percentage might be a little bit different. For the average photographer, they're probably starting at the 50%. And so we just take the 50%, divide it by 15, and then that amount is what you could pay yourself every month. And you may not be able to do that right away if you've spent everything. <laughs> You haven't necessarily saved for it, but you can start putting that money aside so that you can build up enough of a buffer for you to start actually giving yourself a regular paycheck using that formula. And when you say salary and when you say all these numbers, like, are you talking about setting a salary based on your revenue that you had the previous year? Or is it based on projections? Like how could someone determine what their salary should even be? Um, and like what number they're dividing in half? Is it before yeah. expenses? Is it after expenses? Yeah. Good question. Yep. So I would look at the previous year. I think it is, it's okay to look at what the current year looks like and what's coming and make a conservative estimate, but we always want to underestimate because we don't want to get into a spot where we're relying on a certain amount of income, but we can't keep it up. So I think look at the previous year, look at your current year, find some sort of conservative estimate in the middle as your total annual income. So that is before anything. It's before taxes, before expenses. This is the top line revenue in your business. That's what we're dividing by 50%. That all sounds so good. And I'm curious for the photographer who might be listening and maybe they're feeling like, man, that's super cool. However, I don't necessarily have that money aside right now because maybe they're in one of those positions where they already spent it and they're trying to make that up. What would you recommend for that person um, in mm. terms of implementing this? Yeah, totally. So the beautiful thing and hard thing about this process is that it starts to give you guardrails on your spending. So if we're going to give 50% of your income to salary and to allow you to pay yourself, that means we need to fit everything else in the other 50%. And so this is just kind of the tip of the iceberg of this full profit first method of having percentages as the way that you disperse your income into the different areas of your business. So you want to take all of your revenue and you want to know where every dollar is going. You want to have a specific place. And I would say a bank account, a specific bank account where you're putting 
your business expense money, where you're putting your tax savings, where you're putting your salary savings. And then the fourth category, which is unique to Profit First, is your profit category. So profit and salary both actually go to you as the business owner, but for different purposes. So salary is what you're going to pay yourself for being an employee in your business, for working in your business. Your profit is actually what you get as a bonus as the business owner for taking the risk and, you know, being being the person who built this thing from the ground up. So you get two ways of paying yourself. So some of you are like, I'm not even paying myself now, but now I get to pay myself in two ways. And it's really, it's crazy how effective it is for just your mindset and the psychology of actually benefiting financially from your business is incredible. And like I said before, that means we have to fit the spending into its percentage. And that is what really allows you to guarantee profit and guarantee that you can pay yourself. Totally. And and I love having some sort of system like that put in place. Luke and I also do this for those of you listening. Um, I've been doing this too. And um, I remember the book talked about the plate and how when you have everything on your plate, so when you put everything into one bank account, you're looking at this number and you're like, oh, look at all this money I have to spend. But when you, mm-hmm. and in and, and our culture, at least, and here in the US, like you're, you're taught to clean your plate as a kid <laughs> and like yes. what's on the plate, there's nothing left over. Like you got you to gotta clean your plate. And so yeah. it's kind of like in diet culture, they recommend eating off a smaller plate because you're not going to eat as much. Um, and same with spending, like you have these accounts and you're not going to spend it all because it's not all in one account. Um, and I think that's kind of what is cool about profit first. And what you're saying there too, is when you have that money designated, you're guaranteed to have it, you know, when you want it later. Oh Um, yeah. And I, especially with the whole like allergic to numbers thing, I will never, ever guesstimate how much money is in that account for which thing correctly. Like it never fails. Even after however many years of me doing this and working really hard at understanding numbers, my brain just does not compute them accurately. So I have to have like calculators and formulas to do it for me. Totally. And I think it's so helpful when you have those systems in place and not have mm-hmm. to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm definitely a calculator on the phone type girl. Yes. <laughs> Same thing yes. like we were talking about earlier, like basic math, not my thing. My husband's yeah. like a computer geek and I'm just like, I study communication <laughs> and journalism. I just like people. That's all I yeah. like. <laughs> and photography. <laughs> we all have our strengths, you know? Yeah. Totally. And even, even though I have like my MBA, I'm like, I did not enjoy the accounting classes. I did what I needed to do. I did great. But after that, I'm like, "Mm, this is not Mm -hmm. what I'm going to spend my time Mm -hmm. doing. So Mm -hmm. I just love having an easy system in place. And I think what's really cool about Profit First, and you have a program too, is that it literally helps people do that. And I would love if you want to talk a little bit more about the Profit First for people who maybe don't know about it. I know we talked a little bit so far, but Mm -hmm. then also like want to talk a little bit about like your specific program. I know it's kind of based off of the course or off of the book, but it's much more than that. So I'd love Mm -hmm. to hear more about that. Yeah, totally. So just to kind of give an overview of what Profit First is. So we talked a little bit about how there's percentages and we're separating our money by those. But really, when it comes down to it, Profit First is a cash management system. It's a way for you to separate your money into percentages so that you you guarantee profit, you guarantee a paycheck, you guarantee you're going to have enough cash to pay for your taxes. I tell people, you literally never have to stress about having enough money for taxes again. 
and that's the beauty of this system. There's so much weight and stress that is just released off of our shoulders because we have the process to protect us. So the kind of the simple formula that Profit First is based on is income minus profit equals expenses. So typically, and what you would have learned in your MBA accounting class, traditional accounting says income minus expenses equals profit. But the problem with that is that's, it's an afterthought. It's after the fact. It's after you've spent all your money. Well, this is what's considered profit and what's left over. So instead, what they've done in the book, what Mike came up with is he said, why don't we flip that formula so that we guarantee profit? We can plan to have profit. And so the whole system is based on that idea that we are going to choose to profit. And we are going to guarantee that by thinking ahead as opposed to just reacting from what happened in the past. So the four main percentages that most people are going to work with to do this system, you're going to have your salary, your profit, taxes, and business or operating expenses. So your profit, like I said before, that's going to be kind of like your bonus as the business owner but it also does function as an emergency fund. So you're building up this cash in that account that is able to just kind of protect you in case another COVID happens <laughs> or, you know, you, or even just like a personal emergency profit gives you a little bit of cushion with that, but you also get bonuses quarterly as the business owner. And it's, it's the best thing. So then you've got salary. That's what you pay yourself for working in the business. Then you've got taxes. You're making sure that you're saving enough money to pay your taxes, even as your income fluctuates. That's the beauty of the percentage. It's based on the money you're actually bringing in, not what you did last year. Hmm. So then the fourth one, business, this is all your spending. And like we were talking about, it gives us guardrails on our spending. So we know if I stay within this number, within this percentage, I'm still going to be able to do all those other things. And at first, I know some people are like, I don't want to limit my spending. Like I want to be able to, you know, do the things. And everyone says you need to spend money to make money. And, and honestly, that's just a lie. <laughs> you don't have to spend all of your money to make money. That's kind of the difference. Hmm. Yes, you maybe spend a little bit of money, but not all of it. And most people are spending almost all of it. <laughs> so the guardrails, I think what has been the most helpful image for me as I've been teaching this to my students is to think of driving up a mountain. When you're driving around a corner, I try not to think about it, <laughs> but you know, those guardrails, they are literally what is protecting you and helping you stay alive. And so we need to see the percentages as guardrails. That is what is keeping our business alive. And it's keeping you on the road to actually get up the mountain. So if you want to have the mountaintop experience in your business, if you want to see wild success, you've got to have the guardrails to get there. Otherwise you're going to drive off the edge of the mountain and hopefully not die, but you're going to have to start all over, you know? Totally, totally. Oh my gosh. I love that visual so much. And yeah, like crashing back at the bottom and having to start from ground zero. That yep. does not sound appealing. I'm, I'm all for the guardrails. I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. So um, you have a program called the Creative Income Cure. Do you mm -hmm. mind talking a little bit about that and kind of what yeah. that looks like to be a part of? 
Yeah, totally. So creative income cure essentially takes everything that I have created and put in place to live out profit first. And I've put it into a course and a community because man, money is not our favorite thing and we need support. We need help. There's going to be questions, you know, and there's just, in my experience, there are a lot of people who read the book and don't know how to implement it. And there's even so much more beyond the book that we need in place. It's not just the percentages. Well, we need to know how does that affect our pricing? How does that affect today? What do I do right now today to actually live this out? And so I've put all of that together in my creative language. So even like if you've read the book and you remember, I say salary instead of owner's compensation, because I think that our creative brains, at least mine, kind of shut down when we hear kind of technical talk that we don't fully understand. And so I've tried to really take the concepts and make them understandable for the typical creative and also made it pretty. There's a lot of pink. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But there's there's just so much more that we need, so much more support we need to actually live profit first than just reading the book. And so there are things like the templates, my spreadsheets, and having a clear finance routine with step-by-step on this day of the month, I do this. And on this day of the month, I do this. Like knowing exactly what to do And then I also wrap in personal finances. And that is one thing that I think most people really don't have a handle on. But as business owners, we do need to care about that because they really do play into each other. And we need to have control of both in order to actually build our business around the life that we want. And that's really, that's really my heart and my goal in everything is to build your business around your life, your definition of success, what you want to be doing and doing with your time and spending your time on and the people that you care about, like everything comes back to that. A lot of my clients call me their business therapist because (laughs) if you work with me, you're going to go deep. And that's because that's where I see the real life change. When we get really clear on what we want for our life and what we're passionate about and build our business around that. I think that's that's really the key. And so I would say essentially the course is kind of your roadmap to financial growth and stability. Those are kind of the two main things that I think it really provides. I love that. And then and you also mentioned community in there, which sounds super cool and unique. Uh, do you mind talking a little bit about what the community looks like? Is everyone just like sharing this is how much I'm making? Or is it more of just <laughs> like, hey, we're here to support you? Like, what does the community look like? What types of things do you guys yeah. talk about? How does that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So actually, part of the homework in the course is to share things like mindset struggles or limiting beliefs that we have with money. And so I'm not telling anyone to share their numbers, (laughs) but I am telling them to share their heart because I think it's really important for us to see that we're not alone. And so many people come to me and they say things like, I'm just so embarrassed by my bank account or my finances. And people who are 10, 15 years into business, go through this process with me. And they're like, why did I not do this sooner? And we need to hear those stories. Like we need to hear that we are not alone and we shouldn't be feeling guilty because nobody ever taught us, you know, even like you didn't really learn how to do this in your 
college classes, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, if they make it so complicated, it's not necessarily yes. like, okay, let me implement this now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so really the goal is for people to have a place to go to not feel alone, but then also to have the resource of asking literally anything. Like I will actually show up. I'm the person that's in there responding and I do monthly office hour calls because there's just so no, so much nuance with finances, like to each business. And so I want people to have a place to have that support and to not feel alone in it. And it's really, it's really fun to even see people share like what, what they've been getting out of it at the time. And so hmm. even I had a, I had a customer a couple of weeks ago who binged most of the course in a weekend. <laughs> Wow. And, you know, just seeing success stories like that, I think that pushes and inspires people to believe that they're actually capable of doing it too, you know? So cool. So cool. And no doubt that like this program has already and will continue to impact lives um, and businesses and people who might not think that there's a way out of this and they might be feeling like, man, they're overwhelmed and all of that. So mm -hmm. I love what you're doing. I love your heart behind it. I think it's really cool that you're incorporating community. Uh, for people who are listening, who might be interested in learning a little bit more, where can they find you and what can they expect from, from participating in something like this? Yeah, totally. So honestly, the best way to find me is probably Instagram. If you want to talk to me or, you know, just learn about anything I'm doing, that's where we all are, right? <laughs> so on Instagram, it's Val underscore Marlene underscore creative. And then my course, Creative Income Cure, that's creativeincomecure.valmarlene.com. And really what they can expect is not your average course experience. It's, it's a place where you're actually going to be poured into and supported and feel understood and you don't have to feel stupid, <laughs> but it's also a place where you're going to be challenged. Like I am going to push you to do the work because of the life change that's on the other side. And yeah, I just, I was a photographer. I love photographers. I love creatives and I want your business to succeed. You know, like that's, that's really the goal of all of it. We want it to last. Right. Totally. Totally. Oh, I love that so much, Val. Thank you so much for sharing. And I can attest that this course is unlike anything other. I've taken a peek at it. I've been in there and, and man, like you've got so much in there way more than I was expecting. And so if anyone's thinking like, man, I feel lost in this. I don't want to have another thing. I can tell you right now, Val is someone who she knows her stuff. She's very organized. She's very intentional. And the community that she's built is something that you're not going to want to miss. So if you're even thinking about it, go ahead and click the link in the show note. Send her a DM on Instagram, learn more to see if this could be a right fit for you. But I highly recommend and encourage you just to explore this as an option if you're thinking getting your finances in order is a goal that you have in the near future because it's something that you don't want to be the person down the road 15 years wishing you would have done this today. You know, think about your future self. And I think that's really important. So mm -hmm. anyway, thank you so much, Val, for coming and just sharing your wealth of knowledge today. We really appreciate it. And for those of you listening, if you want to get her freebie, it's going to be linked below so you can learn more about how to pay yourself. She's also got her course and you can find her on Instagram. We would love to have you connect with her there. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for your time today, Val. Thanks for having me. So glad to have you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Take Your Shop podcast. If you found this podcast helpful or insightful, we would absolutely be honored if you could take a moment to leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on. If you have any friends who you think would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. And lastly, we absolutely love connecting with you all on social media. You can find us using the links below in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week.